Welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do to show support is with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buy me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk and keep block talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. show must go on whether it's in a giant field of drugs in california or a giant theater with celebs galore get in your wheelchair and punch the shit out of life it's time for the pop five weekly wrap-up if a headline was made and then it's fair game for shade and joining me on the panel this week is mikey hello hello it's just little old me today did you punch anyone this week almost (gasps) who i cannot disclose it because of HIPAA laws oh it wasn't your husband no um, wow what a week not not too exciting but some um crazy revelations we'll say that we have, we have a lot of revelations coming out this week yeah so we're going to be taking five pop culture topics headline stories and rather than the usual rapid fire we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts there are lots of things happening in a given week so some of your favorites might not be included but if you want us to discuss something reach out dm me at michael block talk on instagram no promises um how how are you? How how how's your week going? How's Susical? The week's been hell. Susical's been hell. Um, someone reported Susical to MTI for changing things. So that was a fun conversation to have. It's been dramatic. What, what My kind of changes? So Everything. Everything. Why? He's just been changing the script. I don't know who did it. He was like, Michael, did you do it? I'm like, no, I would quit before I snitched. Okay, well, new version of Suitsicle. Here we go. Well, uh, not anymore. Now it's it's back to page for page. And you're still off book. I've been off book. Maybe she been done ready. Oh, I know. I'm just making sure. Even for the new version, you were off book. It really didn't change much for me. Oh, that's I got it. Well, let's start off with our first topic. Are you ready? Sure. Well, COVID restrictions keep getting dropped and the before times are popping back. Coachella has returned after a bit of a hiatus. And of course, the influencers and the instigates documented it all for us on social media. So we're going to discuss the first week of action because obviously something's changed and we'll discuss one big change that happened last night. The headliners included Harry Styles sporting a rainbow jumpsuit looking like Mick Jagger, who brought on Shania Twain to sing Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Billie Eilish, who ended her set by saying she should not be headlining Coachella because she's not Beyonce. And Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd pinch hitting for Kanye. Did they get their $8 million? We'll find out. The Weeknd also included history as Eilish became the youngest headliner. Pablo Vitar became the first drag queen to perform. And 15 Latino acts graced the stage, including Anita from Brazil. For the gays, we had Mika and Kim Petras performing, as well as Carly Rae Jepsen, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, and Danny Elfman. Yes, you heard that right. Other highlights included Monoskin continued to take over the world with a Britney cover, and Justin Bieber showing up to perform an electronic rendition of his song, Peaches. Did you get to catch any of the clips on YouTube? Anything stand out to you? I watched that Shania Twain, Harry Styles moment, and that was it. Fucking Coachella, this is the thing. The only people who go to Coachella, nobody has fun at Coachella. Coachella is not a fun time. You go to Coachella to say you were at Coachella. Nobody actually wants to be there. They just want to say that they were there. And it's all for Instagram. The only people who have fun are people with money that can be VIP. Like Aquaria. Exactly. Like you Aquaria was hanging out with Carly Rae Jepsen and her bestie Kim Petras. Yeah. And she was like front row. And I was like, wow, to be you, your life must be amazing. Nothing about Coachella seems fun to me. Nothing about Coachella is anything I want to ever be a part of. If I was going to do a music festival, because I'm sure that's a question you're going to ask if I would go to a music festival, which one would I go to? Uh, It would be Bottle Rock in Napa 
or I would go to Jazz Fest in um, New Orleans. Yep. I mean, we, we discussed before, I think um, there, there are other options. This one is for a certain type of person, which asks, makes me ask you the question, what makes Coachella so appealing for the social media generation? I don't know. I, I really don't. I think because it's so close to, like in hindsight with LA, it's so close to LA and it's so big of a mm-hmm. festival that I think it's just, it's, it's close to like the glitz and glamour of Hollywood and, and of where like everything's kind of being made, movies, music, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that might be why, because you get a lot of that, like a lot, like half, over half of a Coachella audience ends up being people from Southern California because of how close in proximity it is to Southern California. Um, And it's, I don't know, it's just, that's such a, especially as someone who lived there, I mean, it's great Instagram moments to say, oh, look at, I'm at Coachella and I'm doing this. And uh, there's celebrities walking around casually and there's influencers from all over Southern California. I mean, like, it's like a place to be because that's the biggest conglomerate of, of influencers, the biggest conglomerate of like instagays and like in, of just people. And I think with the music festivals, whatever the guy who ran Coachella did, I mean, he has a stranglehold on giving, I'm, he must've done a lot of free stuff for influencers to get them to want to go because it's become like a cultural icon over the past, I want to say yeah. 10 years. Whereas before it really was like, practically going extinct and i mean there, there there are like like that little tower thing with the with yeah. the the rainbow you know what that is now it, it's become so synonymous with um coachella um but i want to i want to dive into some of the performances obviously you watched uh harry styles with yeah. Shania twain she also wore rainbow obviously coordinated i i really think I'm not, a, I don't care for Harry Styles music personally. I don't really listen to it. Maybe if I listen to it, I'd care for him. But he's just saying, fuck you to everyone. He's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. I don't know if there's coded things happening in his performances, if he's wearing what he's wearing to say something or to make a statement or literally he's just be like, I don't care. Well, yeah, he, he, he very much is. Um, but he really is at the same time giving you that Mick Jagger feel. And I don't think he was Which ever, is you what, know, queer baiting. Well, not so much to the extent Harry Styles is like, yes, he is trying to go for the modern day Mick Jagger and maybe the modern J, modern J, modern day Mick Jagger is a lot more androgynous, a lot more queer coded than the original Mick Jagger was. But at the same time, it's beginning to feel very performative, at least for me. Right. I mean, it also does maybe give a little bit of shades of, kind of Elton John when Elton John was starting where there was this performative aspect of the looks and then later on you found out oh wait haha I'm gay um I'm not saying he's coming out I'm not saying he's gay maybe he is doing this for the attention but we'll get to it later when we talk about someone else about also queer baiting about the pressures of Hollywood and 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 appearance I feel like if Harry Styles were to say that he was gay or bi or whatever he was I don't think it would affect his career. No, it wouldn't. I think at this point, everyone's assuming it um, and he's letting them assume it because it's getting him more fans. It's getting him more people who are like, oh, well, he's hot. So we'll give him a free pat. Like it's getting that sort of stuff going. And that's why people queer bait. And that's why conventionally attractive men will do queer baiting because it brings then the gay audience who's gonna... The, specifically the white gay audience that's going to say, well, you're attractive. So now I want to listen to music because you're attractive and uh, like, and you're gay. Work gay. <laughs> yeah. This specific one did not work. For none me. of, none of the one direction boys, none of them. I don't know. No, 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 I'm saying them. this specific white man, queer baiting did not work for you. This specific no, one singular no, white gay man or not right. gay, but white queer baiting man, this mm-hmm. one it didn't work. This one, um, only one. Billie Eilish, give yes. me the appeal. Why, why, why is she such a superstar? I'm not going to answer that question because she's got good music. Her, she's a brilliant writer. She's currently pioneering a new genre of music. Um, she's, she's, she's brilliant. 
I'm so sick of celebrities getting onto these things, these stages, things like that. And be like, oh my God, why am I here? Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't be doing this. It should be beyond. Like, stop with that mock bullshit of like, oh, look at me. I'm so humble. It shouldn't even be me. It's again, it's also performative. It's like, I feel like what it also was, was Beyonce obviously had a production when she did Coachella. It was a thing. Obviously she had massive surprises. Billie Eilish is never going to give you a production like that. That's just not her style of music or. Neither is Adele. Right. And that's, and that's okay. So I think Billie Eilish is saying this probably out of age also, um, because what she's 19, 20 years old. Yeah. I don't know. I just was like, girl, please. Like it just felt like it felt performative. It felt like she didn't deliver a set that she thought she should have. And so she's just trying to cover it up and going, Oh, well, you know, I'm not Beyonce. I shouldn't even be here. And blah, blah, blah. Like girl, you should be there. You are one of the biggest musicians in the world right now. You should be headlining period. Um, Pablo Vittar, are you a fan of Pablo Vittar? I'm going to be honest, I don't know who they are. Pablo Vittar is the biggest drag queen in Brazil. And they're the most followed drag queen in the world, right? On yes. Instagram? I did. Yes. Okay, I do know who they are. Don't, I did not know they made music. Yep. Oh, well, super, superstar. So she Good. got to do um, Coachella, big deal for drag queens. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe in the future we'll get um, more drag acts? I hope we get Monet's sponge song. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, I think that was really cool that Pablo Vitar is out there. Also, I mean, uh, 15 Latino acts that um, run the, the, the stage. Come on, that's huge. I mean, yeah. I did my preview podcast for Eurovision. Can you tell where I'm going to go for my pick this year? Brazil? No, Eurovision. Europe. I didn't listen, so I don't know. Probably. I haven't released it yet. España. That's who I'm going for the win oh. this year. Oh. Slow mo. The song is great. Go listen. Wait, to no. It. What's the one about vegetables? I eat vegetables you, and pussy. It was iconic. It's it is actually a song about the environment and being vegan. Um, he eats vegetables and pussy. It was the Correct. most iconic. I don't eat meat. Opening. I eat veg- veggies. Veggies and pussy. And pussy. Uh, my friend sent that to me, um, and I listened to that. And that first line, I had to pause it. And yes. then I rewound it and I listened and then paused it and rewound it like six more times to be like, did he just say what I think he just said? Yes, he did. Yes, he fully did. Um, yeah, I can't wait for Eurovision. Even though I'm not going to be able to watch. Um, other ones. So I didn't get to watch it. I can't find it. Uh, Danny Elfman. I haven't. That's weird. But you know what? I wish they would do something. I like that that was included because I feel like there's also no... like real reason for me to go to Coachella I, I, like at all but I feel apparently, like Danny Elfman was there I would be maybe more apparently biased. the audience went wild when he started doing Nightmare of course like that's the thing like they I would love a, listen they always do that Broadway Coachella moment where they make the meme of Coachella's lineup and they put a bunch of yeah. Broadway folks in there like that's what I want like where's my yeah. Broadway music festival um for me I would have loved to see Mika because that was another big moment to have a, a queer icon on the Coachella stage obviously Kim Petras is a big um deal but always going to be surrounded with controversy um I don't know maybe one day I'll get to go if I'm really super famous and rich then I'll go otherwise I'm not going to be there um, you have to like camp that's fine girl oh no as long as I have a sexy twink with me, I'll go. Pass. Um, also, spoilers, we are going to talk about one thing that happened last night at Harry Styles' performance. He brought out someone new. Whomst? He brought out Lizzo to perform I Will Survive. <laughs> oh, girl, what? Yep. Harry Styles is just giving everyone, he's just giving the gays exactly what we want. Correct. So you know what? We'll find out what happens. Watch this space. Are you ready to move on to our next topic? Sure. Well, here's one for the petty. Russian doll star Natasha Lyonne revealed that she and funny man Fred Armisen broke up over a swimming pool. Yes, that is correct. Nothing she says nice. during the pan right. She says during the pandemic she wanted to put in a pool, and well, he did not. She stated that they loved each other just as much as two people can love each other, and they're still taking time. She did admit that it was a mundane reason for a breakup. She has since purchased her own home with a pool now i would love a pool 
I don't. Would that be a reason for you and I to break up, though? No, my husband and I had this same conversation when we were house hunting. He wanted a pool and I didn't. And we compromised because pools are expensive. They're expensive for a pool. I just don't need a pool. I would, we had a pool at our apartment complex in LA where it's sunny 24 seven and nice. And we maybe used it 10 times the entire five years we were there. But one of my favorite pictures of you ever is in your um, little uh, bear cub uh, speedo. That which was at a friend's pool. That was at a friend's pool too, like seven years ago. Come on. I still have it. It's still, Can you imagine all the photo shoots you could do for all of us? For a pool? No. Yeah, I can go to and we have enough friends that have pools that we fine, can go to if fine. we really need to. Like, it's not like, I don't know. I think it's a dumb reason to break up. Like, I, I agree. I think this was which, absolutely insane. Um, I think I'm going to say that this was partially a joke and yeah. partially her deflecting of the real reason why they probably broke up. Um, because let's be real. COVID really tested relationships. Yeah. And I'm also going to be honest. I didn't know they were dating. They keep a fairly private they, life. They did. They really did, which I think is amazing for Hollywood. And um, so I think it was one of those, like, she got, someone asked her and she, they're like, oh, are you and Fred together? And she's like, no, we broke up. And like, well, why did you break up? Because Hollywood right. needs to know. And she's like, oh, I wanted a pool and he didn't. Like, I think right. it was one of those, like, I'm not going to tell you the real reason we broke up. Like we, and that's the thing. They may get back together. Of course. Like who, like, it's none of our business. Like, let, why do we care? But it's. She's very, very dry in her humor. So this kind yeah. of goes aligning with that. Yeah, um, she's great. I, I love her as an actress and I think she's brilliant. And I haven't I watched think, Russian Doll season two yet. So no spoilers. Is, is it out? Oh, it is out. Oh, I started watching um, Flight Attendant season two this week. No spoilers. And- I haven't seen it yet. It's so good. Wow, episode one. We the commercial came on. My mom hadn't seen it yet. And she's like, is that a new thing that she's an FBI informant? I was like. Yeah, they spoiled that for you. You should probably go watch now. <laughs> um, but I, I would like to know something from you. Will, will you be honest and share with me? Sure. What is the pettiest thing you've broken up over with someone? Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, okay. So, like, we weren't, like, dating, dating. Uh-huh. We weren't like, I want to make that like official. Like we were just like starting to hang out. And I broke up with this gentleman because he cried all the time. Like all the time. Like we we started hooking up once and he was crying because I, 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 no one has touched me so nicely before. Like it was like getting to the point where I'm like, babe, like I can't. Like not everything needs the waterworks and like maybe a gentleman will want that. I'm literally like not looking for like the full blown, like tear, tear jerk moment. And like, it wasn't even like full blown, like intercourse. It was like regular, like schmegular, like over the pants, grinding, handies, that kind of stuff. And it was like, girl why are we fucking crying like this is a little too soap opera for me wow good thing you and i never got together because that would probably you wouldn't mean cry no i wouldn't cry that much but you know i cry i cry I'm too but not like that not That's like fair. like there's like crying watching a movie or like crying watching something really sad but like crying because the touch felt so nice Can he I also was allergic to I was 20 and he was 21. So you're still baby petty, uh, Mikey. And well, yes, but like also <laughs> he was very allergic to peanut butter and like I <gasps> love peanut butter and I was like, this is just not gonna work out. Wow. Okay, well, I'm, I hope he's living a great life now. Oh, he is, he's thriving. He was just a, um, no, I should not. Fuck it, say, he went viral, later. he went viral on TikTok. Oh, you're definitely going to tell me later. <laughs> um, well, I can't say that I've broken up with anyone over anything petty because I have not been in a relationship since I was 20 years old. Uh, and that was with a female. Um, so I can't share any stories. And maybe I, I would love to be able to share a story. Uh, so get at me, boys. Let's, let's date.
I'm lonely. It's fine. <sighs> I know you were very silent because you're like, yeah, you're you're lonely and and and, and single because you're you. That that was that your. Is, inner, oh my um, god, we're not doing therapy. We're doing pop culture. Thank you. Right, right. Um, so Natasha Leon, I respect you. I I think a pool is great. I I hope your pool is beautiful, and I hope you do a lot of photo shoots in your pool. Um. Let's let's talk about some action. Are you ready for our next topic? Sure. In a story we probably all should have known was going to happen at some point, legendary boxer Mike Tyson lost his cool and punched a fellow passenger on a plane after he apparently annoyed him. A witness said that Mike Tyson took selfies with the man who then continued to try to talk and engage with him. This led to Tyson repeatedly punching the man. Hey, at least he didn't bite his ear. Like, dude, anger management. Also, and this is not, and this is not in any defense of him. Like, we as fans of people, we got our selfie, we got our picture, walk away. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that this man deserved to be punched in the face at right. all. But like you also know Mike Tyson's literally bit a man's ear off. Exactly. I would be like, now- thank you for the selfie, goodbye. This man has hired a lawyer who claims Tyson used excessive force, but it has also been reported that this man has habitual felony offender status in Florida. Are we surprised? Wait, the man that got punched in the face? Yeah. Like, Florida, what is you doing, baby girl? Florida man! I just... Um, Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. People... Mike Tyson is wrong. He is absolutely in the wrong. 100% in the wrong. wrong but people stop annoying celebrities you're not even paparazzi who like that's their job to do this oh, you're well, a paparazzi fucking... goes too far well yes but how, when was the last time you saw a celebrity punch paparazzi when did Brit- britney punch that paparazzi 2008 2008 um yeah this was not okay but at the same time just you gotta know you're cool um obviously tyson was uh taken off the plane blah 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 blah. um and it's not gonna be good good for him and i i I feel for the man because he's just trying to go somewhere but also don't fucking go off like that like it's just there's no excuse like no excuse there's just no winning it's like tyson's very much in the wrong but like this man also like just leave the man alone you got your fucking picture now go now we're not going to discuss politics but Obviously, we all know that um, Florida woman decided to strike down the mask mandate. So you don't have to wear masks on planes anymore. Sure. Uh, so great. What's the most annoying thing that's happened to you on a plane? Most annoying thing that's happened to me on a plane, other than the fact that I've had to be on a plane before. Like, I don't know. Nothing about being on a plane is enjoyable. Nothing. Really? I love flying. I hate I, it. I love it. It's every oh time God. I come off a plane, I end up sick. Um, like just because it's, it's a tube of people with like crying babies and barking animals. And like, I hate flying. I hate the going off. It gives me anxiety. The landing gives me anxiety. Being crunched in the seats give me anxiety. When so you, you don't like to, you don't like I, roller coasters, do you? No, I love roller coasters. I, but like even then, like that because my husband and I we bought like the two aisle seats that we can be near each other, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, they've moved us both next to each other, and I'm in the middle seat. Like I literally get stuck in the middle seat when we will pay the money to sit on the aisle, and then it's well, we've given you money back, and we put you together in the middle in the in the seats next to each. It's like fuck off, like. I, I just don't understand what airlines do. We want do. what we want. They will move people around based on like whatever the fuck they want. Like I fucking hate everything about flying is miserable. Other than the yeah. fact that it's the quickest way to get places. I fucking hate it. And roller coasters okay. are different because roller coasters are a more controlled environment. It is a track that you are on versus the airplane. If a fucking engine pops, you're gone. Okay, well, we're not going to be that morbid today. But if you had to take a different mode of transportation, what would you take? Train. I love a train. Have you ever done the um, Chicago to LA? No, I have not. It's on the list to do at some point. It's just you have to, like, 
take a full week to like get yes. there. I would like, love so to I don't do have all three those. weeks. Like I don't have three weeks to take the week to get there to be a week in LA that then take the week back. I would love to do one of those trips. Like even even the one the southern one. Oh, they seem so much fun. I would do um because they have New York to Chicago. I can go from Albany yep. all the way to Chicago too, which I would it's on the list to do, but it's like three days to get there, which is great. I love trains. I think it's a fabulous mode of transportation. Like I don't have to drive. It's a lot more open. Like you can actually walk around. It's not so cramped see the like scenery. airplanes. You could see the scenery. So you're not just looking at clouds. You usually have access to your phone, Wi-Fi, things like that. It's it's just a much friendlier environment, I find. Um now, if you had a private plane, would you feel different about flying? I will say yes to that. Um, not even a private plane. Um, there was a, there's a semi-private jet company in uh, that only really does West Coast called Jet Suite X that okay. we took it one singular time to um, San Francisco when we went to go see Cher and went to Napa Valley and it's out of a private jet hangar. It's a 26 person plane. There's like barely TSA. There's no metal detectors really like, but like you might, we told our friends about it. And our friend, when he was working in San Francisco, took it and sat next to Jessica Alba on the way there. Oh, like, it's like, it's something celebrities. Will be on it. No, he didn't even bother her. <laughs> like it's all first class. Like if you want a glass of wine, you get a glass of wine. Like, cause it's a 26 person little jet and it's love that fantastic. That I would do, like, if there was more things like little private jet moments, and it wasn't super expensive either, it was 96 bucks a ticket. So it was Now, what about, what about, like, an RV? Are you cool with an RV? No. Too bad. Because I was going to say that um, um, our panel of Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up should all rent an RV and go cross-country uh, trip and, and record every day. No. That I would can't. be so much fun. I cannot do an RV. Okay. All right. I wouldn't drive. How, I how wouldn't about a tour bus? It. I wouldn't bus. drive it. I cannot. No, no, no. We'll hire a driver. What kind of money you think I got? I'm going to win the lottery. Duh. Oh, okay. Then just hire us a jet. But we can't record on a jet. Yeah, you can. It's the noise. The, the noise is going to pick up on the... Actually, it's very quiet. Okay, fine. Jets are different. Fine. Jets are totally different than planes, baby. Trust as me. As long That's as Jessica Alba jet. is with us, we can do it. She you can know, be our if guest. You, if you win the lottery, you could probably get her as a guest on your podcast. No, if I win the lottery, I'm getting like um, our last topic to come on the plane with us. No, I'm vetoing that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to topic number four. And guess what? We're still talking about the Oscars. The Liza Minnelli Oscar appearance has now taken a turn for the weird as the controversy has now led to quote unquote sabotage. Longtime friend of Liza's, Michael Feinstein, alleges that Liza was sabotaged by being forced to use a wheelchair against her wishes. According to Feinstein, Liza only agreed to the Oscar appearance if she would be sitting in a director's chair as she was having back issues. He claims that she wanted to look good and not have anyone worry about her. Supposedly, after the Will Smith incident, there was a lot of shakeups backstage that led to a stage manager telling her that she had to use a wheelchair instead. Feinstein says that Liza was so upset and says she would not do it, but ultimately did, and it was her nerves that got to her. Obviously, this week, Feinstein and Minnelli appeared in a photo having tea with Dame Joan Collins, and yes, Scout Sonner Jim Collins is very much alive. You fucking just called him out like that, you shady bitch. How could you kill Joan Collins like that? All that, all that Miss Thing said was did not realize Joan Collins was still alive. And you fucking put her on blast on the internet. Yeah, in our group chat. That's, that was it. Exactly. Um, A private chat. You put her on blast. I hope she hears this and I hope she comes with that Maddie energy next week. Listen, I hope she brings me back something from the Lady Gaga concert. Now, now she's not bringing you nothing. You put her ass on blast. Um... Let's discuss this. Do you believe this story or is Feinstein trying to throw the scent off of his friend? Well, more importantly, I'm just happy that she's not as bad off as we thought. And I think it makes sure. sense. I think it makes sense. I mean, I don't think he'd have any reason to lie to us for her. Like, I feel like if she wasn't doing well, she's getting a lot of like, like it was considered one of the glowing moments how Gaga treated her yeah. and how much that like the respect that was there. And I feel like him doing that, it's just like, 
if it wasn't something like this, I, I would feel icky about it. Like, don't gaslight us. If she's not doing well, you need to let us know. Absolutely. But I think my, the fact my that- thing, though, is you and I have both worked in theater. We've worked backstage. We know how the inner workings of things sure. are. Obviously, some things happen in, in, in craziness. What is the difference between a, a director's chair and a wheelchair? What? Why would that have been a problem? A wheelchair makes you look weaker. No, no, like I understand. There's something but wrong why, versus was, if someone versus if because um, the lights came up and they were already there, someone could have brought her out there, put her in the chair, then the lights went oh, right. out or whatever. I mean, or, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, what what happened here? That was the plan. Do they not have the director's chair? She obviously came in in the wheelchair, and they just probably rolled her out. Um, I, I I just find the backstage part of it weird. Messy? I, well, I think after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, because they said they had about 10, 20 minutes to decide if they were going to kick him out or not. So they probably, in that 10, 20 minutes, everyone important who would have maybe known that this was going on with the, with the director's chair was trying to decide what to do. And then that's in the shuffle, just it was like, you got to go out now or you're going to be behind. We're already, they ran 40 minutes late already. Of course. So like, I mean, as, 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 running, as like, a, you got to go girl. As a former stage manager, if shit goes down, you still continue as planned. Like that should not have been an issue. I feel, especially if you have a, a messy team. backstage. It's yeah, a messy so, backstage. It's a lot of interns back there too. Cause I'm sure the stage manager was pulled and didn't tell the intern, oh, by the way, Liza Minnelli needs to be moved into a director's chair. And so this intern was like, uh, you need to go, girl. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, w- there, there's a lot here. Um, if, if the if the Oscars want to tell us what happened, they can tell us. They're not going to. No. So it's always going to be speculation. Um, I think there's only one person who could probably tell us really what happened is Lady Gaga, and she's not going to ever. No, um, she's going to respect whatever Liza wants. Exactly. Um, but yes, we did see a picture of Joan Collins, Eliza Minnelli, and Michael Feinstein having tea. Which Eliza like, looked great. She looked great. Um, may, may, but maybe there is something else wrong, and and we're just trying to to, to diminish a little bit of it uh, because she is of a certain age, and 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 it's not a secret she's been in a wheelchair. We've seen her in a wheelchair rec- in recent years. Um, so. If it is something wrong, I, I agree. We should we should learn a little bit more about it because this is this is an icon, this is a legend. And if we lose yeah, her don't right now, me. 2022, don't do that to us. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But yeah, I think it was not an embarrassing moment for Liza ultimately because of the way Lady Gaga handled it. She was yeah. fantastic. Um, and again, just having Liza there is a moment. So if she was on her hands and knees, I'd be fine because at least it would be Liza. 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 Um, Liza with a Z, not Liza with an S. Because Lisa with an S goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Lisa Manuli. Um, should we move on to our final topic? Ugh. I would like to preface this that this topic was sent to the group chat by Mikey. He I was sure fully did, aware. and I was like, was I don't know aware. if I should send this, but I'm fully aware of the consequences. He was fully aware of the consequences, so let's begin. I according to find an it article, on your own. No, I would not have, because according yes, to an article have. on NikkiSwift.com, which I've never heard of, never heard of. Yeah, but I thought 20- you'd see his Twitter. No, I don't use Twitter. 23-year-old heartthrob Sean Mendes discussed his personal life on social media. The singer talked about his breakup with Camila Cabello where he was having panic attacks, being on the edge, constantly feels like he's either flying or drowning, asking himself if he's doing what he should be doing. Oh, and if his fans knew the truth about him, it could change their opinion of him. Now, we want to be serious about mental health, and we will, but also, cue Mendez watch! I predict by the end of 2022, Sean Mendez will officially come out. And I will take him with open arms. Mendez is not gay this is queer baiting what's the truth then what's the truth is he was talking about his mental health issues that's the, and all you fucking all you fucking thirsty ass homosexuals went oh, he's gay he's coming out oh my god 
I can't wait. He's going to be but, my next husband. No, Mary, no, he's not. Mary, anything, you're he's going to be Tyler Oakley's to, next husband. You, you sent it to me and knowing exactly how I would react because again, you interpreted it the same way as I did. Again, I knew you were going to see it anyways. No, I wasn't, I was not yes, you it. were. It, I sent you the first article that popped up. There were many articles and I'm sure you have Sean Mendez's fucking name on speed dial I do not. on Google. Um, or straight twink, maybe gay on speed dial on Google. Listen, now I, I, you and I have to have a discussion because I would like to do it again. I know you have a busy schedule, um, but the Met Gala is coming up and I am so excited to see what he's going to be wearing uh, because this could be it. This could be the moment. Oh my God, um, girl, if he's even invited. I'm sure he is invited. Uh, don't say that. There's people that I always think, oh, there's for sure invited. And then- Well, Zendaya's not going, so he can go in her place. Zendaya is not going, then the Met Gala is not worth it. She's not going, she said. Um, but yes, all the kids, all the kid needs to do is put a bulge pick out like Charlie Puth did this week, and we will accept him with open arms. Um, Charlie Puth's now, not gay. Fine, queer baiting. I mean, come on, that kid knows what he's doing. He is yes, totally homosexual. Obviously, they're queer baiting because they want your gay money and support. Because they don't have gay and get it on. That's terrible lyric, and I will die on that hill. Um, now before we get more into the gay part or the bi part, whatever, let's discuss the pressure on young actors and singers in Hollywood. Is it too much? And how can we let these young people live while fulfilling their careers? We stop asking them dumb questions like, why did you break up? Oh, because of a pool? Why? Stop like break up because of a pool. Camilla broke up with him because he's a homosexual. I'm I'm throwing it back to Natasha Leone. Like I know. I I just it's it's just one of those moments where it's like we've got to stop asking. We don't we are not entitled to every little aspect of their personal lives. And we were so hyper fixated on these celebrities and making sure that they are a hundred percent one person wants. They're so focused on being canceled. I mean, you see it with the drag Queens on RuPaul's drag race. Now they're so hyper focused on how the fans are going to see them and how they're going to be edited, that they're not being their true selves. Like as much as I did not like Diabetti this season, she was the most authentic we've seen on drag race in a very long absolutely. time. Absolutely. And I appreciate the fuck out of that. Like, I'm so sick of this. There's this hyper fixation on celebrities and on these people like being raised on a pedestal. It's like, they're going to say fucked up things. They're going to have weird beliefs. And it's like, yes, we shouldn't support them if it's something that we disagree with so wholeheartedly, but there's that hyper fixation on I'm going to get canceled that it's leading, especially the young, young ones to be like, well, fuck, like I can't breathe because they're going to look at me wrong, which is also probably why Billie Eilish did that whole, I'm not Beyonce, da, 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 da. like, girl, no one was trying to be like pissed at you over that. Like you were accepting money. The, what we should be pissed about is that you are accepting money from a known Trump supporter that went to Trump's fucking, we won party in, in DC and donated money to it. Like that's what we should be focused on. Not the fact that you're headlining because Beyonce probably wasn't asked. Now, obviously, in the age of social media, fans can say whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they want behind the privacy of anonymity. Yeah. Is there a way where we can kind of go back to the before times of social media where it was less intrusive, but also allow these people to live their lives the way they should. Is there, or is, or are we just in this doomsday for the rest of our technology lives? I find it so refreshing when a celebrity doesn't have like a Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. You, they don't need it. Like it's just being done to like be kind of like, like the celebrities that you don't really hear about when you try and find like their Instagram or their Twitter or things like that. They don't have it. They're not going on talk shows and answering questions or if they are they're going on specifically to talk about what their movie is and they go in with contracts saying do not ask me about my personal life right like it's it's on some of these celebrities to go in and say you know what my mental health cannot take it or even if they're not able to advocate that have their team advocate like if you're going on jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel you are not allowed to ask about personal life about dating about anything just ask about the movie Ask about what it was like working with actors, blah, 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 blah. Like, don't ask who they're sleeping with. Don't ask what their house is. Don't ask, but, and like, don't, and these celebrities don't feel the need to post. I don't need to, I don't care that you went out to dinner. 
I don't care that you fucking saw a puppy in this. I don't care that you're going for a jog. Like, I don't want to see you lounging. I want to know about the project. Like, just give me the project and call it a day. Like people have this hyper fixation on disclosing. And this is, this trickles down to all of like society as a whole. I don't care. Like people are using these Twitters and things like their personal diary or like their personal logbook. Like it's so easy to kidnap a a youth for today because they're just posting everything, every thought, every location they're at, every little thing, like constantly. So with the mental health of it all, um, it's obviously a more prevalent topic and people are talking about it a little more. Um, I don't know what's going on with Sean Mendes personally. Um, he, he's disclosed what he's wanted to disclose. Could this be an opportunity for someone of his stature to discuss mental health and, yes. and make it okay for the youth of the world? Yes, but the issue is if he in fact does that, people are then going to just make fun of him. Well, you have money, you're a celebrity, blah, blah, blah. Why are you so sad? You're like, and that's also, it's like, you can't as a celebrity talk about, I'm having mental health issues. I have like Ariana Grande has been diagnosed with complex PTSD and people because of the bombings at her concert. And people are like, no, you don't. You're an idiot. Like, no, like people... We need to respect that celebrities are also now, human. Now, and obviously, mental health happen. we've had Michael Phelps, who's been a spokesperson yeah. for um, one of those apps. I don't know the those apps are trash, right? Um, regardless, it's it's a face talking about mental health. There are other apps that all the Rue girls um, promote all the time, and that's obviously targeting uh, the queer youth. How can we make it not a joke? How can we have be, a celebrity like a Charlie Puth or a, a Sean Mendez or a Harry Styles or whatever, whoever it is, Ariana Grande, I don't care. How can someone of that stature be able to talk about mental health and get to the youth without making it a joke? We as adults need to stop looking at this as a joke. And that's the thing. A lot of the youth take mental health seriously. A lot of the adults are not. Like you'll go and the comedians will start making fun. Oh yeah, they oh, look at that, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, comedy should be raw, but like maybe we, if a person's like, hey, I have complex PTSD, we should not be joking about that. Like, that's not like, that's not something to kind of make stabs at. And like, until we as adults take it seriously, it's not going to be a serious topic. And I mean, even to the point where a lot of Gen Z makes countless jokes about the fact that they have depression and this and that. And like, yes, it's more normalized now and people are talking about it, but at the same time, it's like until we take things seriously, when celebrities disclose, hey, I'm having severe mental health issues, well, it's not going to go anywhere. Now, I'm not going to make fun of it, but I do want to just discuss, let's say Sean Mendez does come out and that is his truth. Will it ruin his career? Probably. Why? Why would it ruin his career, but it wouldn't ruin... Harry Styles. I I don't know. I think it would ruin Harry Styles a little bit to an extent. I'm going to be honest now that I'm thinking about it. I think anytime someone in Hollywood kind of comes out, they have to, there is that major risk of you're just going to ruin your career. If, the, if all of a sudden your fans don't support you because of it, and there's a huge push or you don't get cast anymore. Like Matt Bomer was going to be going places and he came out and like, now he does queer movies and that's it. Or you get I mean, late or Zach, as an artist. Zach Quinto is in doing in LA at Geffen playing uh, a role in um, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. That's a straight part. He's doing fine. No, no, no. I'm saying like that in major motion pictures. It in major he- television shows. He's not in, he doesn't, he's not getting cast in major things. And if he is getting cast, it's Ryan Murphy things, which look at Matt Bomer, same thing. Like, once you come out, you get labeled as for the gays. So a lot of your female fans, when they no longer are lusting after you because they want to sleep with you, then... Hey, there are a lot of female fans who still think they have a chance with Adam Lambert. It's really embarrassing, but they still do. But that's the thing. That a lot of people, and especially in society, we're so hyper-fixated on who we can make, who the possibility of sleeping with is. Of course. Like, and, it's, and it's not like he's a big, iconic name like Elton John. Elton John coming out he already was a mega superstar sean mendez is not a mega superstar he's fairly mediocre as a singer 
and songwriter. Same with Charlie Puth, that a lot of the fans, when he comes out, especially the conservative ones, they're just going to go, nope, not into it anymore. Now, and it's obviously, just going to tank this, his career. This question is um, obviously a little different for us to answer, but what's more important, being true who, to who you are or losing those fans? That's the thing. I would say as a normal, everyday human being, being true to myself, but if I had the power and the influence and money and at the drop of a hat could all be snapped away like that. I, I would be maybe more hesitant to come out. I mean, there's um, what's her name. Kate Winslet gave an interview. I want to say two or so years ago that she knows many mega superstars in Hollywood, like mega box office names that will not come out because they know they would lose their career because of it. Now I'm going to throw one name out there who I feel is uh, maybe you would say they are queer baiting as well um but someone who has a big career who we really who, who we've seen date women but we don't know if that's true or if that's just whatever andrew garfield he's played many a gay role yeah andrew garfield has also come out and said he is straight but depending on the situation he would consider being with him like he's done a lot of queer baiting love andrew garfield i think he's a fantastic actor actor has ruined his career no, because he's firmly lived in his straight identity. That's the thing. It's okay to play gay. It's okay to tease the gays. It's the minute you come out as gay and you're fully gay, the fantasy's gone. And then you're just a queer artist. You can only do, like, you're a queer musician. You only write music for queer, etc. cetera. It's, it's when people are like Elton John level and they come out. Andrew Garfield has played more gay roles than I know more gay actors have him and Darren Chris, the two of them. Right. And, Um, but that's the thing. They are firm in their, in their heterosexual identity. And it's even when they're like, yeah, I feel comfortable playing a man. And that's, I think where he, people take his interview where he kind of said he was comfortable, you know, being with men because of so many roles. It's like, yes, he's, it's it's a weird queer baiting moment where he's clearly trying to get some gay fans on his side with this, but he's also been in so many gay roles that he's comfortable with his sexuality and firm right. in his straight identity. So it's okay. And he's also, I mean, he, he had a very good year acting wise and he's going to be going places. I think if he did come out as gay, a lot of those acting places he would be going this coming year would fall apart. Hey, he could still say he's, he's got an Oscar nomination. He sure um, can. Well, what are you looking forward to next week? I'm going to be in the city. I'm going to see Olivia Rodrigo in concert. I'm going to be seeing six Broadway shows. Right now I have tickets to see Beanie Feldstein and Funny Girl. Um, I do have tickets to see POTUS with Rachel Dratch and Vanessa Williams and Julianne Hoff. And I'm very excited for that. I also have tickets to see Paradise Square, which I went in not knowing a damn thing. And now I'm reading the reviews. I'm very concerned for myself and what I got myself into. Um, We still are trying to figure out three shows we're going to go see. There's a couple of plays. There's the Noah Reed play, the minutes that we're thinking of going to. We want to go see maybe... um, how to drive. I think that's how, what it's how called. I learned to drive. How I learned to drive. We're thinking of maybe seeing that. Cause it's just, I've heard it's traumatizing though. So I don't know how traumatized oh, yes. I'm ready to You've be never on a Saturday it? morning. You, never, nope. you didn't have to read that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but just looking and we also you are can go see Moulin Rouge. No. Macbeth. Not into it. I, we are think we're trying to get six. It's just pricey. Um, also, six. Andre De Shields is leaving Hades Town at the end of May, Correct. and I would mm-hmm. love to see him in Hades Town. You can go see Company. So we were looking at Company, but the, if you took Patty out, I would have zero interest in seeing Company. And so I'm kind of like, well. And meanwhile, me, if you take Patty, I'm like, yes, thank God. Because that's the thing I've seen. I've seen Company so many times. Like it's fucking like. Like, I've never seen it officially on Broadway. I will firmly say that. But I've seen so many productions of it. It's like, I like company. I just want to see things I haven't seen before. Fair. I understand that. I get it. Like, we, like I'm very highly considering seeing for Colored Girls. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've gotten very good reviews and specifically on, like, the directing and staging. And so I'm very excited. I kind of want to see that one. Um, I, I like that's what there are options. Broadway's there's back. tons of options. Broadway's back, baby. Yeah, 
I will not be seeing Moulin Rouge. I hate that movie. <gasps> I do. Okay. Fine. Um, where can we find you on social media and Venmo and projects? On Instagram at Mikey Nichols Pate. And then um, I am currently, I'm about to be in Seussical, as Michael said ahead of time. Um, at the beginning of this. And then at the end of May, I'm going to be in a cabaret while we're talking about Broadway. I'm going to be in a cabaret of Broadway flops where I will be singing. I'll be there from the pirate queen. Um, it is free, uh, affordable theater. Um, so tickets are completely free. We run solely on donations. This is Bunbury players. Um, and then we are going to be posting the entire flop a day or two after on YouTube, we have gotten streaming rights to stream the show. Um, so we are gonna stream the thing in its entirety, the, the cabaret. Um, so definitely worth looking at. If you wanna donate a couple of dollar bills, we would very much appreciate that. We rely solely on donations so that not a single person involved has to put their own money in. Um, and so that we can offer completely free tickets, especially to the community and, and really kind of allow people in the community to be a part of the theater that may not have been able to afford being in a show or be able to afford getting tickets to a community theater show, especially up here. It's like 25, 26 bucks a ticket lately, which is ridiculous that's for community wonderful. theater. Well, that's wonderful. We love donations. Listeners go, go help them out. Um, maybe, 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 maybe Mikey will be dressing up as a pirate queen. I will not be. I'm going to be wearing a nice suit. Um, I'm, 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 you wear an eye patch and a hook, please. Absolutely not. This is not dinner theater. Fine. Well, this was fun until next time. Bye y'all. A big thanks to Mikey for coming on. Subscribe in your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love until next time. I'm Michael Block. And that was Block Talk.